Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Madness of Mishi. I appreciate you joining me again here today for another episode. And as usual, I definitely love having you back because talking to you is therapy for me. I have a few things I want to discuss today, so let's jump right in here, shall we? So unfortunately, yet another mass shooting has happened. This time in San Jose. And this is California, of course. There were nine colleagues. There were victims of worked at the Valley Transportation Authority. Uh, their names are, and I'm gonna try not to mess this up because I try to respect people in their names. Adovehab, Alec Mandan, Adrian Beliza, Alex Ward Fritch, Jose De Jesus Hernandez III, Lars Kepler Lane, Paul De La Cruz Mejia, Timothy Michael Romo, Michael Joseph Rudometkin, and Top Chedip Singh. All of these gentlemen, all nine of them were massacred Sunday in San Jose. This is this is sad. Um, of course, we we don't know why they were killed. It, gunmen never really have a specific reason besides their own personal selfish reasons for killing somebody. They say one of the victims, Singh, who was a member of the Sheik community, spent his final moments protecting others. The family says, we are beyond devastated by the loss of Taptajit, a beloved father, husband, brother, son, and nephew. His brother, Carmen Singh, said in a statement, he was a wonderful person who committed to who was committed to serving others at work and in his free time. The brother went on to say that they found out from eyewitnesses that Singh spent his final moments trying to keep others safe. This is so disturbing. It's like, what makes people just, and I don't expect you to have a real answer to this, this is rhetorical, feel like they can go ahead and just end lives like this. He moved from Punjab, India, 17 years ago, roughly. And he is survived by his three-year-old son and one-year-old daughter. Babies now have to grow up without their father. I mean, they were saying, they talk about Raul Perales, who remembered his friend, Wudametkin, and that he was a beloved friend. 
the superintendent remembered them as well because they were excellent employees, excellent people. And you just decided that you were angry about something. And decided to take their lives. That's horrible. That That's terrible. Like, there's no reason for that. There's no excuse for doing that to somebody. So you just killed your colleagues for whatever reason, whatever you were sad or mad or whatever about, and you just decided to end their lives in a mass shooting. That's so disgusting to me. Like, I, I don't get it. It's so unfair. Their ages were 63, 29, 49, 35, 63, 40, 42, 36, 49. It's like they arrange from various ages, but I don't feel like any of them should be dead, just be honestly speaking. I don't I don't feel like just because you're in your 60s and you're in your 20s, you deserve to be dead. It's I don't think that. I don't think anyone should be. Not from this type of violence. It's it's so unfair. But to be some of them clearly near retirement, judging by the pictures, I can see they they when you're retirement. You're 63. You you retire at like 65. You're 29, you're just beginning your your real career, really. Come on, man. You're 36, you're 40, you're in the middle of your career, you're looking forward to checking your 401k and retiring in a, in 10 years or so, 20 years or so, you're in the middle of your career and it's like, come on, man, and you just decide, oh, I'm going to take these people's lives because I'm angry about something. I don't recommend taking your life or anyone else's life. I don't, I don't like either of those options. I definitely recommend getting help because Killing somebody, mass killing and killing yourself is not the only solution. It's not a solution if you ask me. It's it's a shit solution if you ask me. And it just shouldn't be happening. Like, duh. Any way you slice it. Rest in peace to these men. I'm going to call it the VTA massacre. That's what it was. Rest in peace to these men. This is so sad to me, and I, I wish it wasn't so, but it is, unfortunately. I just wish it wasn't. So, before George Floyd was murdered, there was Ronald Green. He was murdered in 2019. There bringing charges or they're demanding that charges be brought against the Louisiana troopers in Ronald Green's 2019 death. Now, these police officers stunned, punched, choked, and dragged Ronald Green before his May 2019 death. They told his family, and when they took him to the hospital that he had died on impact upon crashing in the tree the hospital ER doctor wrote that 
his injuries do not match the story that he was being told. He said it. Now the video is released with body camera and dash cam footage of the incident. It was released last Friday and it was released by the Associated Press and he died after he was arrested. He didn't die upon impact upon hitting a tree. That was a blatant lie. That was a complete lie. That never happened. He was actually uh, tasered, like I said. Stunned, which is tasered. Punched, choked, and dragged by these police officers. He did not die in a impact from hitting a tree. See, the problem with that is, like like the ER doctor said, it's the, it doesn't match his injuries. And you feel like you can take a black man's life because he's a black man and he was running from you or whatever reason it was, willy-nilly and then lie about it and get away with it. But no, no, the family is, is not having it. And I'm glad they aren't. This happened before George Floyd. So they brushed that under the rug and, and said that that didn't happen and, and he wasn't killed by the police officers. And it's been brushed under the rug. It went on in 2019. Here we are, 2021. Two years later, and we're just about to start getting justice for somebody. You lied and said that this man died on the impact. So, and I saw the video. So it's okay for you guys to drag him, beat him, do all this other stuff just because he put you on a high-speed chase. But you want to lie and say that he why'd you lie and say he died in a, in a, in a high impact crash if you felt like you were justified why did you need to lie there was no need to lie about it if if he if what he had done which was you claim running from you caused his death that's because that's not what happened this man laid for five minutes on his back, no, on his stomach. Don't really know what he died from. And they left him there because they were upset because he got blood on them. Well, you beat the man half to death. So of course you have blood on you, duh. That's your fault. So now you punish him by leaving him on his back to die? Because, or his stomach to die? Because you're mad because you have blood on you? Huh? Well, sir, that's your fault. That's nobody's fault but your own. But yet, the person ends up dead because you beat them half to death. And you have blood on you and now you want to keep, you know, rush to get this blood off of you. But you know that the blood is on you because you were practicing police brutality. I mean, that's what the reason was. But I'm glad that his family is knowing the truth or wanting the truth and finding out the truth because what you said happened did not happen. 
He did not die in a car accident. You killed him. You know you did. And now you have hell to pay for that because you killed him. Ronald Green. I saw the video. He, he, he did look like he was running from the police. But running from the police, as we know and as we have seen, should not be a death sentence. It wasn't a death sentence for the many white men who you arrested without incident. It wasn't a death sentence for them. So why should it be a death sentence for him? I'm a little confused. How does that work? Oh, I know how it works because he's black and he's a criminal. So naturally, he's going to end up dead because he ran. Hell, people die who don't run from the police because that's what they feel like their right is and, and, and that, that they can do that. So, like, no surprise there. No surprise there. It's disgusting. And, yeah, Black Lives Matter is all over it. And just like justice was received for George Floyd, it's going to be received for him, too. People, we're tired, you guys. We're tired. We're tired. No, running from the police, I don't feel is a good idea. Because we already know what the outcome can be. However, I don't feel like you should be dead because you are from the police. Because it doesn't happen to white men. They don't die from that. So why should we? I'm a little bit baffled by that. If they don't die, well, we shouldn't either. I don't get it. That's completely confusing to me. And I know I'm a fairly intelligent person. But this is not adding up. It's not. You take mass shooters alive. I was talking about that earlier. But you couldn't take him alive if there was an issue? So, yeah, Ronald Green gets killed, and then you lie about him being killed, saying that he got killed in a car accident? Really? That's not what happened at all. At all. And the video footage shows that you guys know you're being recorded. But you're so confident that killing a black man will go unnoticed and unpunished that you just do it, don't you? Hmm. Well... I pray that justice is served for Ronald Green. I do. I pray that it is served for Ronald Green. Your family is in my thoughts and my prayers. viewed viral videos of all time is about to turn into real cash, uh, a real cash windfall for the family that reported it. Uh, this, this is a And I remember this video. This. So we're talking about the Charlie Bitney clip. I thought it was cute. watched more than 880 million times 880 since 2007. 880 billion, even, I don't guys. know where you've been living, but let's watch
<laughs> the laughing baby is the best part of that, <laughs> isn't it? Um, and we're not just showing you videos on the internet for the for the heck of it. Uh, the boys are now 15 and 17, and as of tomorrow, the family is going to delete that video from YouTube. That's right. That's because they're auctioning it off as an NFT. Have you heard about these things? Uh, that that stands for a non-fungible token, uh, basically a digital deed to the content. So whoever buys it will be the sole owner of that video. Uh, and yes, it is difficult for me to continue to read this uh, <laughs> as Charlie is biting his finger. It's just funny stuff and I can watch it again and again. Now, mind you, there was nothing spectacular about Charlie biting his brother's finger. Let me stop this, hold on. There was nothing spectacular about Charlie biting his brother's finger, but we were intrigued. We watched that video like, why are you putting your finger in Charlie's mouth? Charlie's gonna bite you. And Charlie, get ready to bite you because you put your finger in a in a one-year-old's mouth. Two-year-old. He looked like he's almost two. You put your finger in his mouth, he's gonna bite you, sir. And he sure enough got bitten. And his reaction was like he was surprised that Charlie bit him. Well, sir, little boy. And Charlie thought it was hilarious, and it was because. We were all thinking what Charlie did. We like, Charlie's like, well, you put your finger in my mouth. What do you expect me to do, bro? I'm going to bite your shit. Like, we all thought the same thing. And Charlie did exactly what we were thinking. His name is Harry, who got bitten. And Charlie is, of course, the biter. So, he got bit. But the thing about it is, it is selling for 760 $60,000. It's actually $760,999 if you want to be technical. Because listen, you're not going to take my $999 from me. But that's exactly how much it's selling for. And somebody's buying it. Now, you know, that person can, it's going to be off of YouTube. That person will have legal rights to it. So it's, it can be, um, it can be memes it could be anything that that person wants it to be but i just thought that was crazy how it is selling for that much money it's being taken off youtube and it's just a little 55 second video or shit it wasn't even a minute and we all saw that years ago when it happened and we thought it was funny but who the hell thought that it would make that kind of money later on down the line i'm like are you kidding me? And it makes you want to grab your old videos from your kids and be like, let me look through this and see if I missed something that my that Autumn did that was funny that I could, you know. I got a picture when we were about to move to Atlanta. I have a video of her doing the Atlanta news because she really thought she was a weather woman at that time. I don't know why my daughter thought she was a weather person, but she did. But it wasn't $760,000 worth of cute. I, the video is just cute. It's cute, but like $760,000? Damn. I'm about to go right now and look through Autumn's footage and see if she has anything in there that could make me some money because I could use that cash, trust and believe. That would do me and my family a lot of damn good.
lot of good. Mm. I'm just thinking about that money with dollar signs in my eyes. Because, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm legit about to go through my daughter's videos and see if there's something on there that was funny that I need to upload that people can laugh ass off. And I could laugh my ass all the way to the bank about. We're going to see. So the other day I'm in one of my Facebook groups. You know, my stories always begin with them in a Facebook group. Where does the drama end? And this dude who also does podcasts asked if he should do a topic of do women use men for dinner? Oh my God, I'm so over it, you guys. You, you just don't know. I'm over that topic. Just let me just say this. I'm over that topic in general I'm over that topic in groups I'm over that topic on the internet I'm over that topic period women eat we don't we don't need to use you guys to do that not only do we cook but we go out to restaurants ourselves sometimes alone and I have alone the first time I went to Bonefish Grill I was by myself it was my birthday um I don't know why my best friend was here Kenyatta she was here I don't I think she was going through something at that time so we weren't speaking we weren't enemies of course because that's my best friend but she had just recently moved here and she was going through some things with her ex and she was trying to get some things sorted out so we weren't talking like that so I went by myself no no big deal I just went by myself I don't even think I had talked to her and asked her to go or anything because now if I say hey let's try this new restaurant we go which is another thing I want to address in this topic segment too we are not using you guys for food please stop this shit maybe some ratchet girls here and there will feel like they need to use a man for dinner but when you think about it, you're eating too. You're not going to the restaurant and watching her eat and order it off the menu and you're not eating too. You're eating too. If you're not hungry, then why are you taking somebody to a restaurant? Don't go. Suggest something else if you don't want to get used for dinner. But trust me, there was a meme too and I thought it was so funny and it was so accurate. That said, have you ever seen a bunch of black women with good jobs go out to eat they order like drug dealers. They order bottomless mimosas. Uh, appetizers are everywhere. And they add guacamole to everything. And you know adding guac at most restaurants can be expensive. And it is. But we don't give a fuck. If we want some guac added, we're going to add that guac. Because that's what we want. We're at a restaurant. We're with our girls. And we're about to eat honey. We don't need to use anybody for meals. It's and I hate to even use this term because I think Kevin Kevin is useless when you say a high valued man or a woman like bitch we all high value it, it just depends on who the value is in the eyes of and you are nobody Kevin so fuck you but anyway I digress um if you 
feel like you are worth anything, even to yourself, you're going to go out to eat at nice restaurants because you want to. It doesn't have anything to do with whether you're on a date. There is a restaurant called, uh, what's this restaurant that I want to try with my friend? It's a steakhouse. I can't remember it offhand. I know Darius Williams, Darius Cooks, Darius, Darius Cooks Williams of that fame was talking about it. His friend owns it and he said it's really good and he's a chef. So he would definitely know something's really good. And I said, as soon as he recommended it, I got on my text message. I told my friend, I want to try this restaurant. I got a new job. Yay. Thank you. Woo! Uh, thank God for that. Let me take a moment to thank my creator for that and thank the universe and everything else for me getting this job. I'm very happy. I'm excited. I want to start soon. Is doing human resources for Amazon. I know that's completely off topic, but I just want to take a moment to thank the universe. Thank God. Thank my ancestors and everybody who made this moment possible. Yay. Woo. Anyway, that's starting soon. And I told her, I said, Hey, since we're going to go out and celebrate my job starting, Let's go to this restaurant, which name I don't know why the hell I can't remember the name of that restaurant for the life of me right now. Oh, Low Country Steakhouse. That's the name of it. I know it was something with the L. The Low Country Steakhouse. It's called the it's called Low Country Steak. I don't think there's house on it. Here in the Atlanta Metro. Um and I am going to go there in celebration of me securing this job. Now, nowhere in that equation, did you hear me say that a man was taking me? A man was putting the bill or a man was even invited to go. I I didn't even think about trying to get a guy to take me to this restaurant. That was the furthest thing from my mind. I was like, I'm going to go with my tribe. And we're gonna go we're gonna celebrate and we're gonna have a good time that's it i don't even expect them to cop my meal for me i really don't i i got my own money for food so this is why i wish you guys would stop acting so high and mighty and acting like you did your good deed for the day and act like you fed this woman because she was poor desolate and broken and couldn't afford her own meal because you take us out to dinner that is not the damn case Get over yourselves. Really. And I can't believe I said that because somebody I don't care for says that all the time. And I'm just over him. So I really don't know why I said it, but I just, it fit here. Okay. It fit in this scenario. We don't need to use you for meals. Like, come on. Are you serious, bro? It's fucking food. Sometimes I will have better food in my damn refrigerator at home than what's being served at the restaurant. Hell, I got some salmon and veggies and some macaroni and and broccoli and cheese right there in the fridge right now that I made last night. And it's good. It's hitting on something. I didn't go to a restaurant to get it. I have food in my refrigerator. And I damn shouldn't have to call up some random ass dude using for it and hope that he doesn't try to ask me for some poom poom at the end of the night. Because he treated me to dinner. Really? 
Y'all expect us to give up vagina for food. I mean, come on. And then to sit up here and make an overly redundant podcast about it. And then say to us, should I make a podcast about women using men for dinner? And I promptly jumped on there and I said, no, that has been done a million times. There are so many different topics that you can tackle. Why would you pick that one? I said, it's a battle of the sexes. Is that what your podcast is about? Yeah. I wasn't trying to sun him or disrespect him, but I was like, is that the direct? And I said, is that the direction you want your podcast to go in? Is a battle of the sexes? Really? Do you have no material? That's why all throughout the week when things happen and things pop off, I go into my Evernote memo app and I say, listen, I'm going to talk about this on my podcast Friday because this has happened. And, ooh, ooh, that'll be good on my podcast episode. And, oh yeah, that'll make a good topic to discuss. I can say a lot about that. Because trust me, coming up with topics isn't the easiest thing like I try to make each of my episodes about an hour long so sometimes I don't have if I haven't prepared during the week I won't have material but that's not always why I don't record like I didn't record last week because I was it no the week before that was I needed a new uh modem I had to get a new modem because it was something wrong with my router excuse me it was something wrong with my router I don't know what was wrong with it. I think it got hit by lightning. I'm not sure it's on a surge protector. It Nothing affected my, my new de- desktop. So I'm glad about that. And um, I, I was able to... Uh, I, I skip weeks sometimes. I try not to. I try to do every week faithfully for you guys. For you all 10 of you that listen. But sometimes I don't get it. And... I didn't get it that week. I can't remember why. I know my computer was one week and then the next week was something I can't remember, y'all. Um, it could have just been laziness. Who knows? But I'm not I'm not about to sit here and pick Battle of the Sexes YouTube. I mean not uh Battle of the Sexes podcast topics if I can avoid it. But really I thought it was a stupid topic because just like that meme said, we order like drug deals. We buy whatever the fuck we want to buy when we go to these restaurants. We don't need to use you for that. Oh, really? And that, to me, that spoke multitudes for him because it's like, are you that cheap that you don't want to take a woman for dinner? And you must think that you don't need to court women to get one. And you sound bitter. Yeah, you sound bitter. And you might need to work on that bra because it's not attractive. I should know firsthand because I've had people talk about how they felt like I was bitter because I talked about my experiences and the things I went through. And I was just like, oh, I thought I was just talking about my life. But you think I'm bitter? I, I'm not. I'm hurt, but not bitter. But it's like after a while you think about it, you're like, oh, maybe they're right. I'm tired of being hurt all the time and upset. And even if I am hurt and upset all the time, I don't want to talk to y'all about it all the time. For real. I just don't want to talk to y'all about it all the time. I don't feel like having this conversation and excuse the noises. I was trying to straighten things up over here because it was in my way. I don't want to have a conversation with y'all about why I'm upset every time. I just don't feel like it. 
I don't want to. I don't have energy. I just don't want to. I'm the, I'm single. Y'all know I would rather be dating, but I'm not, and it is what it is. But I'm not gonna sit here and make a bitter podcast about it if I can help it. I will talk about things that affect me in my dating life, but I try not to sound bitter. I try not to sound bitter. I try to be in a better place. I release so many different things. So, but yeah, we don't have to use you guys for dinner. I mean, it's just not. It doesn't. It sounds stupid to even say it. Like, don't even make up a, a, a podcast topic like that because you're gonna lose that battle of the sexes if that's what you're going for. I just told him straight up. I thought it was stupid, and no, you shouldn't do it. That's what it is. Y'all, if I hit record and start talking or thinking I hit record and start talking one more again, I feel like banging my head on this, this desk because I was talking for a good 10 minutes about something, which is kind of segueing from my last conversation when I was in the middle of telling you guys about my amazing job at Amazon and somebody messaged me, somebody who frankly I don't feel like being bothered with. You guys know I talked about my abstinence. And I'm not celibate because I don't feel like that's the same thing as abstaining. Abstaining is you don't have sex for whatever reason. And so celibacy, but usually celibacy is until I get a boyfriend, until I get married, until I get engaged, you know, things like that. I'm not, that's not what I'm waiting on. So I'm just abstaining because I feel like it right now. And I just don't want to have sex with anyone. I don't want to be intimate with anybody no particular reason well I mean I do have reasons I am just centering myself grounding myself finding myself getting back on my feet getting back situated getting things together trying to build trying to incorporate trying to grow and I don't have time for meaningless sex right now I don't care how pleasurable it is it's still meaningless to me and I don't I don't want that right now now mind you the sex with him is hit or miss and that's being honest there are times when he gets on my nerves and it's not that he has bad breath or bad hijinks he's very handsome he smells fantastic all the time he's really clean and he's just he's a he's handsome he's a handsome guy always has been he's he's great on the eyes nothing wrong with penis size but performance-wise, it's not always what I want from him. I'll get guess the best thing to say. And you can, he's he's teachable. But it's like, I don't want to teach you right now. I don't feel like directing you tonight. You don't know what I like intimately because you don't spend enough time with me intimately to know what I like. Every once in a while, you want to come through and bang. And I'm cool with that when I'm cool with that. But when I'm not, I'm not. And I've known him since I landed here in Georgia. I've known him since 2014, you guys. I've know, it's not, he's not just some random that I just met. I've known him for a minute. A good minute. Seven years. And I just... I don't know. I feel like after seven years... We're still doing the same shit. 
of course he's like not in conjunction with anybody I've been I'll deal with because I dealt with somebody for almost well three years and I didn't see him or deal with him at all hanging by every once in a while but it was not hitting runs every once in a while I was dealing with that person and that's who I was dealing with that didn't pan out but that didn't mean I ran back to this guy I had to get over that you know heartbreak and everything like that which again my podcast is not about that so I won't be dwelling on that but that doesn't mean I'm gonna run into the arms of or the bed of someone else because trust me he ain't offering me no real intimacy I know the difference and it took some learning over time to know the difference but I know it and I know he's not offering me that it's just sex just the physical and that's it and like I said it's not always what I want it to be anyway but moving right along I just feel like I don't want to waste my time I guess would be the best thing to say And I'd rather just keep it pushing. I'm going to respond to him because I know it's rude to not respond to people. And I feel the way when it's done to me. So I'm not going to do it to him. I haven't responded right away because I'm actually, I'm talking to you guys right now. So like, yeah, I'm in the middle of my podcast recording. But I'm going to let him know, which is at 930, he's hitting me up for nothing but some skins. If he's like, what are you doing? I want to come through. I'm going to be like, no, I'm abstinent right now. I'm just going to be honest because I am. I don't feel the need to mention anything else that I feel with him because it's not necessary. You know that I'm abstinent and that's all you really give a fuck about is whether I'm fucking or not, basically. So let's just be, let's just make it clear I'm not. So yeah, have a good day. have a good day that's all that's it that's all nothing else I'm just not in that space you guys I'm I'm trying to move into other spaces in my life that I feel like need attention and my sex life isn't one of them I can get that I need a love life okay love I need that not just sex I need love you know that's what I want not just say I want love intimacy romance all of that good stuff and they ain't giving me that so I'm gonna have to pass this time buddy I, I dig you like I said you're handsome you're attractive physically mentally you know you're cool um it just be me sometimes and it's one of those times it's not you it's actually me this time and it is and i'm not interested i'm good so i'm gonna have to pass on the peen sorry the full moon it was for releasing it wasn't for setting new intentions or manifestations it was for strictly release and I need to because I realize I will obsess about something and someone who's not even thinking about me and why 
and question why and wonder why situations didn't work out. And I was obsessed. Not so much so that it can't keep me go- without keep me from going forward with new relationships or living my life or functioning from day to day. But I feel like I should stop letting people take up space in my head rent free. And even though it's going to take a little bit, I had to release some situations and people because it wasn't serving me. And I thought about it and it's not like I would want them to, but they're not thinking about me or anything I got going on. So why should I be worrying or concerned or wondering about what they got going on? It's not serving me. Like, okay, I sit around and I feel bad about it. And then what? Nothing happens. I don't have resolution for it. I won't be getting resolution for that. So I have to come to that conclusion. I don't have anybody to fill their void. And I'm glad because I wouldn't want anybody to fill a void that I already made it through that I wish wouldn't have been filled in the first place because it was filled with nothing but heartache, pain, narcissism, gaslighting, negativity. Like, I don't want that again. The void I want to be filled, I want to be filled with love, honesty, positivity, you know, growth, you know, things like that. Honesty. I don't know if I said that, but I'll say it again. I want it to be filled with things such as that. I don't want that space to be filled again by somebody else because that means they're filling a negative space. And I don't want that anymore. That's the reason I released it. Why would I welcome that negativity back into my life? I I do not. I didn't welcome it the first time. I just didn't know what was happening at that time. I don't welcome negativity. I don't. I don't want to be laced to negativity. I don't want to be shrouded. I don't want to, uh, any word that you can use, I don't want to be covered or or living in negativity anymore. So um, I'm single and that's fine. But guess what? I am not single and miserable. Those two things could be hand in hand and they are not. And I'm glad because I don't want to be single and miserable. I just don't want to be. I just, I don't know. I just don't want to be y'all. I don't want to be single and miserable. I have a thing about that. And it's like, I don't, I just, I don't want that. Life is short. And as we get older, it gets shorter. So why would I want to embrace that if if that makes sense if you get what I'm saying like why would I want to welcome that into my life and keep that in my life when I could be growing learning and moving on to bigger and better things and big and better people huh You, you get what I'm saying like it doesn't make sense and I don't want it I don't I just don't want it I feel like I I know, not feel like, I know I deserve better. So why not welcome better? You can keep unhappiness and angst and bitterness and all. You can keep all that. I don't want that. I'm good. 
want it. So I, I just, I don't welcome it. So that's what releasing things under the moon was for. So I won't welcome that and embrace that. So I won't have that in my life. I won't deal with suffrage. None of that stuff will be anything that is something that I will have anymore. That's what releasing it under that moon was. And yeah, I'm, I'm glad. And of course, it takes time to get that out of your system. It's not something that happens overnight and, you know, you just all of a sudden you are over things and you're cured, I guess would be the best way to say it. Or it's, you know, over and it's not, it's going to take some time. But, but what better time to start than the start of a new moon? What better, or a full moon? What better time to start? It's no better time to start than the presence. And I decided, well, it's the new moon, it's releasing, and it's time that I did that. And I did. Like I said, not happening overnight. Definitely something that's going to take some time. Definitely something that I am going to have to remember because it's like I woke up this morning and then I was like I was back to that same thing and I was like nope stop hoping we're not doing that that's what last night was about was releasing we're not wondering we're not trying to figure out we're not doing any of that I don't look at pages and I don't stop pages I don't do that but like we're not trying to figure out what's going on we're not wondering oh I wonder what they're doing you know we're not doing any of that what we're doing is keeping it the fuck moving is what we're doing and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with keeping shit the fuck moving. I really am. When you have these moons, you have to be mindful of what they're for. Is it for release? Is it for stating new intentions? What is it for? They recommended last night that you don't make moon water and drink it. And I also didn't charge my crystals under that moon. Because it was an eclipse to moon. And we're in retrograde and it was a lot going on. And I didn't want that negativity attached to my aura in my spirit, in my soul, in my body, or my crystals. I didn't want that attached to my crystals. No, 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 thank you. You could keep that. So I didn't do that. I did, did just as they suggested. I did, I did my release, but I didn't charge my crystals and I didn't make moon water this time. I've got moon water stored up. For, so if I need some, I, I can use it. It's sealed and stored. But yeah, that moon, I didn't, I was relaxed, I was content, I was calm, and I just released some things. Like I said, it takes time because like when I woke up this morning, my mind went to, and I was like, no, your mind is not going to that because you just released that last night and you need to keep it that way. So it's going to take some time, just like, you know, you got to get used to being a certain way you gotta get used to being that way again and I gotta get used to releasing that and that being gone from me and not being part of my life anymore and that's what it is 
I have the ability to move on and I'm going to act like it. Well, that's my show for today, family. Again, I'm extending my appreciation to you for being here with me. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast and follow or like me on other platforms that I've listed in the description box below. And share, share, and share, because even if you can't benefit from this podcast today, perhaps someone else can. And I'm out of here. Until then, you guys take care of yourselves. Peace.